This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. Yo, what's up? It's your boy LA, aka the Love Ambassador, coming to you straight live and direct from the Jungle Studios. Woohoo! And with us today, we've got the one and only. Well, last time he was known as the Love Inhibitor, but he's got a plus one called Karen for the moment, which you might hear in the background going off. But what would you like to be referred to as Day? You know, or two day, I should say. Two day. Yeah. Uh, let's let's just stick with the uh, love inhibitor. We've got old fucking Kaz over here. Uh, she's looking a bit quiet, which is strange. Yeah, it's all right. People get nervous. What do do with this? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as we were talking to uh, Karen, as she's known, it's not a government name, so don't try Google it. You bloody sickos. <laughs> um, anyway, so Karen raised a very interesting thing about. Um, well, I'm going to set the situation for you, I guess. Where, so yeah, very important moment of a person's life is obviously giving birth and having a kid. And uh, what was on, what was it, Craigslist? Yes. Craigslist was, uh, there's a couple of blokes came up with the idea of doing magic mushrooms and <laughs> sitting down and watching some random person giving birth. So the love inhibitor, and like I said, we've got the mic in the middle, so speak up, son. Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, what's your thoughts on the idea to begin with? Uh, feel like sober, definitely, 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 probably could not watch it myself. Uh, maybe on acid or mushrooms. Yeah, maybe I don't know because your mind goes to a little bit weird places when you when you're tripping. So, <laughs> so you reckon like <laughs> I reckon I reckon I could watch it maybe maybe. If I was tripping. I reckon these guys had to have been tripping to even post this ad, though. But like, no, you'd be surprised at the people that are actually... This, the internet is just exposing it one of these yeah, true, days. True. People like this have existed for a long time. You know, even in the 70s, there's probably some pundit that's like, oh, you know what, mate, I'd really love to do some fucking magic mushies and watch people giving birth. But, but like, what are you going to do? What are you, you going to do if you just, like, you're in there? You have to be quiet to, you know, like... You know, give give her peace of mind. But no, you start but seeing no, like a I tentacle just... come out instead of a fucking arm or something. Yeah, well, if you're high, there's, there's a possibility it could happen. But, <laughs> but like... I disagree because I think that really yeah, I think that, <laughs> I think that they would be really super supportive. Like you know, like so. I'm, I'm presuming because I've never attended a birth before, but I'm presuming like in the movies when they go Porsche, and then the woman's like Porsche, right? I'd imagine the mushroom dudes would be like, yeah, there'd be one black there'd walking up to the a lot of support in back, it. like, go on, son, you're doing all you wouldn't right. Even, you wouldn't even need a doula, mate. You've got all the support you need from the fucking mushroom gallery. Like, <laughs> I know, the mushroom gallery would be like super into it, wouldn't they? I mean, the head would come out and he'd be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're there, you know, you're, you're, you're sort of getting there. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would, it would definitely be a bit of a journey to watch, like, I don't know, but what would, what would be your fee as a... Well, what was a fee? What, what, 
What was the fee? $100 per person. It's a little bit light. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a little bit light for me. That's a pretty... uh it's pretty. pretty yeah, but that's a pretty... You've got to give birth anyway. Yeah, I know, but that's... And you're getting 500 bucks. These guys sound like they're pretty desperate to see it, though. You could probably... You reckon you could negotiate? Yeah, I reckon you could negotiate it a bit to get a bit more. I out don't of know it. if I'd really agree with negotiate. I mean, I've done a lot of wild stuff, but negotiating with a pregnant woman. So no, no, I, I'm, 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 I'm saying as the pre- I'm saying as the pregnant woman, you could negotiate a oh. price. Yeah, because I just imagine you got it's like, hey, I know I'm a stranger. 50, 50, 40, 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give you a hundred bucks to go and magic mushrooms and wash your most. I'll let you have some of these shrooms. <laughs> One of your most private moments in your life, <laughs> and I want to be there. Yeah, see, that's why I reckon you could definitely up the uh, up the scale a little bit. Well, two hundred bucks, maybe two hundred bucks per person. How many people? Well, let's say uh, let's say if you weren't well, if you weren't to be held to it in the court of law, how much would you be willing to pay? Or Magic mushies, you know, you're going to get the experience. How much would you be willing to buy? I don't know. That's a pretty, that's a pretty once in a lifetime opportunity. opportunity yeah. yeah. Like, cause there's no way you could be like the father to be and be like, can I do some shrooms while you uh, give birth and watch? Yeah. Like, that's not going to happen, <laughs> right? Maybe, maybe 200, maybe. I was thinking depending on 350 how, bucks. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe up to 300. Oh. You'd pay 500 to see that on shrooms? I would, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, if someone said 500, I wouldn't negotiate back, really, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, maybe, maybe go a little higher. <laughs> yeah. <But> 600. <laughs> but, but then, can, do you leave a tip afterwards? Like, if you've had this, like, amazing experience, do you like, okay, we've agreed 500 Pat on the back. <laughs> oh, here's an extra 250 bucks. Oh, like, so what? You're all going to do, like, a whip round or something? <laughs> <laughs> So, alright, okay, so we think that $100 is a bit light. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere, somewhere between light. about 500 bucks to about 300, 300 to $500. 300 yeah, I reckon that's doable, especially if you got like five people there. I mean, that's a... It could be big, a real business, actually. You yeah, know, that's, like, that's a big tick off the box. Like, so it's sort of like one of those businesses that instead of finding, you know, like uh, jobs for... You know, finding someone a job at a certain place, so yeah. you're sort of killing two birds with one stone, someone finds an employee and an employee finds a job. You've just got a person who's sitting there charging people to find other pregnant people to let them watch give, like to let the people on shrooms watch them give birth. Yeah. Yeah, it would be an interesting thing actually. I would pay a thousand dollars to watch my mother give birth to me. <laughs> That's actually cool. Yeah. That'd That's be pretty live. Live. That's live. Deep. <laughs> to see how you came out. <laughs> yeah, that's deep on so many levels. Yeah, I... because it's like the the very the very beginning of where it all started, yeah. <laughs> and it'd be like a bo- it'd be a bonding experience. Yeah, but also well, a bit my weird. Was Polish, so it was probably like just all these swear words and Polish just <laughs> going on. My dad's like, I, I, I don't understand what you're saying. What are you saying? I was a C-section, so. Oh really? No, I was I was the traditional. See, I can't watch medical shows where they cut people open, so I don't think I could watch a C-section for the same reason. No. Yeah. Like, what if it was you being born? Still probably would couldn't you do cut it. Your I own was a cord? C-section. I yeah. Think. I would cut my own cord. with my old yeah. man though. With my teeth. Like, I'd be like, we dad we are dad we're doing this journey together. Let's cut it together, and he'd be like, yeah, no, son. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
They may not actually tackle sort of like a wedding I'd give him a pat on the back, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good one, Dad. <laughs> Guess I'll be seeing you later. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cry too much tonight, son. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now, speaking of which, it's brandy time. Apparently, there's the best brand, whoa, best brandies that are around. Alright, so 300 to 500 bucks. Not okay, so the I reckon that's a pretty decent payday as well, especially if you go looking forward to a kid. Five hundred bucks is two and a half line. grand. That's yeah. like yeah. That's a yeah. That's a that's a plasma TV and a meal. <laughs> no cot or pram though. That's all, Jed. Yeah. Well, that's already the government would pay for it. By the <laughs> so your taxes are going to. Uh, so the other one is Israel Folau. For those that don't know, because we have a lot of people listening in America, uh, he is a rugby. Was a rugby star actually, and if you don't know what rugby is, Google it <laughs> because it take too long to explain. But so this guy's come out and he's basically said that um, I'm summarising here, but like old thieves, fornicators, murderers, and homosexuals yeah. should burn in hell. Which I'm sure, if you like read through the Bible, you'd probably find something that you could you know match well, yeah, match up with it, definitely. right? So. Yeah, do I do I agree with it? No, but yeah, at the same time, freedom of freedom speech. of speech. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's the first question that I'd ask is: Do you really see it as a, as freedom of speech, or do you think that when you say like, especially in today's world that we're living in of acceptance, that to well, burn gays is like over over the lines of hate speech? Well, it's not black and white. That's for sure. It's like. At the end of the day, I 100% disagree, but in saying that, like, we live in a country of free speech to a degree. Uh, I feel like he can say what he wants, but like, like anyone can, like, you can say what you want and that's the beauty of free speech. But at that, in like in saying that, that doesn't mean what you're saying is right. And that doesn't mean what you're saying is not going to have consequences. Well, he said that they would burn in hell if I remember correct, right? Yeah. So... He's not actually calling for violence. Yeah. Because he's not saying we should kill them or they deserve yeah, to definitely. die. They're yeah. saying that in his concept of what religion is, yeah. of heaven and hell, those people will not be accepted into yeah. heaven. And of course, it could become a theological debate after that. Yeah. But for me, I think that there has to be freedom of speech but I think it's becoming more and more important because these days people if everyone is correct in society you go on Twitter you go on Facebook you go on radio like every person's own opinion is correct in their mind and this is this is an argument you need freedom of speech in order to debate with the yeah, people definitely now, where he lost me as Ralph Flowers when he said, oh, but, you know, the the fire, the horrific fires we've got going on was, you know, God's revenge, yeah. you know, for the wrong day. Yeah. That's when I was like, come on, mate, you know? <laughs> like, I was on the fence. Like, what are you... Now you're being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you can't... And you can't... You can't call that... That's what that was for, specifically. Like, did he fucking come down and did he fucking tell you, I'm burning these forests for... X, Y, Z reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. did he say that, or is it just a coincidence, or guess? But then also, you're putting it in reference to time. So you're saying during this period that we're living, but there's been bushfires in Australia since 
it's been founded yeah. by like white people, like and then before the, that, the Aboriginals were doing their own na- they're yeah. doing their own indigenous burning. Yeah, well, half of the half of the native species of plant can't actually grow without a fire. Is that right? Yeah, well, that, not that many, but like there is <laughs> there there is quite a few of them like that can't actually grow without fire to crack the. Uh, I think it's like the outside of the. The bulb or whatever it is, like it needs like heat or something to actually split it, so it can actually grow through it. All right, and like something to do with the specific fertilization. And but if there's so many fires in in Australia, then obviously the nature would have to adapt, otherwise it wouldn't survive. Yeah, definitely. As well, these but brownies are amazing, by the way. Yeah, they're fucking delicious. Yeah, those. they're just out of this world. Like. You they're know, not even <laughs> special brownies either. They're just but brownies. It's, they're it's, fucking it's, delicious. But it's like. It's like the texture? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> and you kind of just touching it. And you're like, there's just this level of genius that goes into it. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, did you, you baked them? Yeah. I'm, oh. a, I'm a baker. I've got to tell you live on air. You need to marry her. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> if I was coming over to, to a lady that made brownies like this, I would have been running home. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, you got to go to a client. you go to go overseas and do work. And I'm like, look, you don't understand, mate. <laughs> Can you come here yeah. for the brownies? Have you tried my Mrs. Brownies? <laughs> no, not like that, you dirty little bastard. I mean, the actual brownies. <laughs> People pay me for them. Really? Yeah, I own a cafe. Oh, that's awesome. A lady offered me $1,000 for the recipe. Huh? Yeah. When you were like 17, yeah? Yeah, when I was 17, because I made it up. All right. And they she- are... Fucking delicious. Yeah, and that bitch was like, it's for my husband and my son because she just had a baby. And she's like, I just want to make them for my baby. And she started a fucking company. A rival? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. No. <laughs> oh, what a oh. bitch. Oh, amazing. The yeah, brand. they are fucking delicious, yeah. Mm. But see, my issue was, like, I don't, like... You can't condone that sort of speech, um, I guess, unless you agree with them. But like, which I don't. But at the same time, like, no one's gonna, no one, no one has the right to tell him to that he can't say that. Like, it, like it is freedom of speech. But the issue was that he's gonna get what was it, eight million dollars from the government, like well, well, from Rugby Australia. Now they're saying he's gonna get eight million dollars. Yeah. See, like, and wasn't it? Didn't they give him, like, plenty for warning that he couldn't say that because it actually might... Well, there's a code like, of conduct for yeah. the league, obviously, right? Yeah. And he goes against it. And they've sent him, set him warnings, but, like, he's obviously not adhered to the warnings and then gone ahead and done it again anyway. Like, because it happened multiple times, didn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, it did. It wasn't that sort of one-off time, but, yeah, if he gets paid $8 million, I mean, happy days. Yeah, no shit. Fucking retire. <laughs> Well, I always thought $10 million would be my cutoff. Like, if I had $10 million, I'd be set for life. Yeah. A couple of million on a house, right? A couple of million like, under the That's bank. like a grand a week till you're dead. Yeah. That's plenty, man. Yeah, the rate that I'm going. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be sooner rather than later. 40 grand a week. Yeah. Grand, right? <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, why are you burning through $35,000 a week? Don't expect to be around long, mate. <laughs> the Especially most if I'm spending 35 grand a week. <laughs> 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 Go out with a bang, literally. That's how Hunter S. Thompson was buried. In a rocket. Launched from a rocket. And then well, fireworks and its ashes spread everywhere. Oh, that is fucking awesome. That's like, it's a great way to go. Yeah. But that's part of the reason. Because, you know, Johnny Depp went bankrupt, right? We supposedly came close to going bankrupt. 
And that was one of the things where they were like, what did he spend his money on? And it was like that funeral for Hunter S. Thompson, the journalist. Oh, he, he paid, he for, paid for, for the whole thing. What? But it was, it was like a million dollar funeral or something insane. Jesus Christ. And they've gone through all this stuff and he's just bought like... It's just he's bought the actual rocket. He's gone and nassed against some of their old fucking 60s space shuttles or Absolutely. something. <laughs> what a nice guy. Oh. <laughs> What, which, like what's what's your shuttle most likely to uh, explode once it reaches the uh, lithosphere? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you'd, I'd lock a friend like that. You know, you'd, you would rest in peace. You would. When you die, you're like, I don't have to worry about it. My mate has literally got it for me. My rule is still at my funeral, you need to have at least two two bickies to enter. Yeah. Two bickies to enter. Yeah. Mine like, was... Even my parents, even my grandma, two bickies <laughs> to enter. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, I want my party to be fun. But that's that's how I did it because I want to have a New Orleans jazz band. Then all the single, all the single lads and ladies as well will have unlimited access to drugs. Plus, should they choose um, renters, so they can use prostitutes <laughs> and get, oh their, get their rocks off. Right? <laughs> and then um, I've got a couple of people planted in it, so. I've got one guy I've known my whole entire life to get up and go, uh, yeah, so I've known him for like X amount of years, really close, one day apart birthdays, know his family. To tell you the truth, I never really liked him very much. <laughs> he was a bit of he a was, he, was a, he was a bit of a fucking asshole, and I never liked him. <laughs> And then I've got another mate who believes it's a flat earth. You know, you got those flat oh earth God. people. Yes. So I've got him. Shout out to man that is eight. So I've got him, after the guy gets up and says I've never really locked him, to get up and start giving a mini sermon about the flat earth. And Ask him if he can bury you <laughs> by just like dumping you off the edge of the earth. <laughs> I know, I will actually, now you've mentioned it. But then that's, so then that's got to, he's going to distract the old people while the young people slip out the back to get the fun times. <laughs> right, it's going to be lit. It's going to be like hilarious. I mean, um, if you're, but the most awkward thing would be if you get to the gates of heaven and you actually watch your own funeral before you get judged and heaven turns out to be really straight. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like super straight. Yeah, like, but would you want to go in then? Uh, uh, yeah, but, Dude, know, it's supposed I mean, to be heaven. How is that heaven if it's not your heaven? Mm. Like, Would it be my heaven? You know? Or is that but your, then was that your <laughs> actual hell? Though? It would probably be pretty close. <laughs> And very hot. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. Just speaking of brain dead people the whole entire time. So, yeah, all right. Well, Israel Fallout took us on that little side track. But anyway, uh, may we ling- live long life. Yeah, he's then- gay. We get it. It's, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> Just come out of the closet, Israel. It's cool, bro. <laughs> I've heard that theory so many times. But, it, but it's true. That's why so many men in like the seventies that couldn't come out were just so like angry. Yeah, and, and depressed. Like, yeah. And, yeah. My neighbour's husband left her. It was quite classic actually because you know, now there's a proper discussion going on. Right now, people, they sit down, they talk to their kids, they're like, This is the way the world is, yeah. not everyone's the same, you know, it breaks everything. 
But, <laughs> but in the in the eighties, late eighties, when I was a kid and early nineties, those discussions weren't really had. Oh, definitely. So not. when my neighbour's husband left because he was he was gay, <laughs> it was like my dad and mum and I'm like, where did where did he go? <laughs> what happened? He's gone to a farm upstate <laughs> with his dad, special friend Steve. My dad's <laughs> just looked looked at my mum and he's like. You uh, you better take this one. <laughs> He's just like walked off, and then my mum, God bless her, right? She was like, "Oh, he, he likes blokes," and I was like, "Oh, okay." She was like, "No, actually, he likes to have sex with blokes. He's what's known as a homosexual," and like I'm a kid, and she's fully breaking it down for me. So then I all just walking around the neighbourhood in the early nineties, like, oh, he's a homosexual, and everyone's like, what the? <laughs> like, you know, it was so taboo, but I was a six-year-old kid just going like, oh, yeah, no, he's just a homosexual. Do you want to know what that is? And everyone's like, no, no. <laughs> oh, oh man, that, is, that is too good. Good sleep, close. <laughs> no, I still, I still remember stuff like that, like, I think I think we both grew up in the age of you know insulting someone by calling him gay. Mm. Well, that's what um, what's uh, the rapper um, Docker something? Yeah. Anyway, she's another <laughs> she's another one of those like Nicki Minaj style Cardi B. She's actually quite a good quite a good rapper for pop music popish music. Yeah, but she used the word faggot, you know. Which actually, in its original sense, is like a small stick. I, th- I thought before that, in its original sense, it was actually the sticks, like small sticks used it's to a burn bomb. a gay person. No. Re- no. It's just the small sticks used in the fire to it's start like, the it's fire. Like it's a bundle of sticks, I'm pretty sure. And I think it's also, it can be like... See, I thought that as well, but then I thought I maybe I was really high or... I thought I read somewhere that it was like that was what they called the pyre or something like. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Wow, that is very insulting." Like, but then yeah. So then, from from that, it was like you said, but it was there was no in ill intent or or any anything mean no. or whatever. It was just like the same as calling someone a dickhead without actually considering. Yeah, what it was, what, what it was, you were actually saying, what yeah. you were actually saying, yeah. and so, yeah, so she's used it on Twitter in like 2015, because everyone tracks Twitter. They've come out when she becomes more famous, and they're like, "Oh, you this know, this person's actually a cunt." Look, yeah, at what you're they an said, asshole. Like, you said five this, years ago, Kevin, though. Kevin Hart style, right? Yeah, um, and she's just come out and she <laughs> goes, "Honestly, I said it 15,000 times at school, like." If you're holding me responsible, you've got to hold everyone else responsible. Yeah. Now, now, Good like defense. I said, now with more knowledge of where we are today, would you still do it? I mean, I don't, I don't use that to insult anyone anymore. It's like, you know, I grew up. Well, I think because swear words and insults change as well. Like that was. I, like, I honestly think my the best insults are ones where you don't swear. What, like you? Yeah. I'll still, I'll still say like fuck at the end. Like I'll be like, you're. A f- Fucking stupid fuck or something like that. So I actually still swear anyway. But yeah, but it's so it just, fucking stupid fuck isn't really your, your best word. No, no, it's not. It's not. I'm just saying, like, deep, off the top of my head, deep down inside, you must have better than like. Oh yeah, much fucking better. stupid fuck. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like though, it's all how how you say it. It's all like the uh, 
It's how it rolls off the tongue, I guess. But maybe you should have like a throwback insult. Just nice and simple. I don't like you. And walk away. Oh, that is Just actually a tra- pretty brutal. <laughs> that is pretty brutal. No, no, no. Traditional, short, punchy. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty, yeah. That, oh, you know, but, yeah. Back get to you? No. God. When I, was in, when I was in high school, I used to tell people that they smelled bad. <laughs> and that always hurt everyone's feelings. I'm not I think that would hurt your feelings. No, and, I wouldn't you even say, and I wouldn't horrible. say, you smell bad. I'd go, I'd sniff the air and I'd go, what is that smell? And then I'd look at them and I'd be like, it's you. <laughs> Psychological warfare at its best. <laughs> And that is the best insult. But I used to, when people said you smell, yeah, I, I guess to do the sniff under the dish. Yeah, like, no shit, like, and I used yeah. subconscious, do you maybe feel like shit? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Actually, yeah, you're right. It and if you were correct, and then if you were correct, you get even more nervous because you're like, holy shit, I don't have a deodorant roll around exactly. me. Exactly. No one walks around a deodorant roll. And you're nervous, so you're sweating, which means you smell even more. <laughs> So even if it wasn't true when I started, it would be by the end of it. Absolutely. Seeing a new side of you tonight, Karen. It's like, it's almost like what you'd use at Guantanamo Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Just smell bad. (laughs) You smell bad. And then like, you know. Now Imran's walking around for like, you know, six months just thinking I'll smell bad. Oh, <laughs> you man. Know, oh, oh, the other inmates must think I smell like shit. <laughs> yeah. <Damn it>. <laughs> <laughs> your feeling. You can't go in jihadi. You smell, you smell too bad, you know. You gotta smell. Well, I guess if you got how many was it? Seventy-seven virgins. I guess if you got seventy-seven virgins, you'd have to smell fresh for them as well. Yeah, that's what I was just the thinking. Like, you want to smell good when you're in heaven. Yeah, like. that's why I reckon it'd be a good form of torture as well. Because I'll be like, I can't kill myself now. I don't smell good. <laughs> Maybe they could somehow convince that and put it into their doctrine. Just you smell in heaven like when you died. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be good little claws. <laughs> people, people must always shower. Hospitals yeah. just spraying isimiyaki deodorant on everyone. Either the 92 year old bloke's like, come on, I'll serve the fucking wall. Give us some spray, you cheap bastard. Quit this. <laughs> feel I'm close to the end and I just shoot myself. <laughs> oh. What do you reckon though? Like, cause I personally don't believe in heaven. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah. Do you reckon... How old do you reckon you are when you get there? Do you reckon you're at your like peak age? Do you reckon you're at your old age? I your reckon age? I reckon you're at like twenty eight. Twenty yeah, twenty eight eight ish age. But I think when you see people they see you in the form that you that they know. They know of you, you best. You so know? if I was to see Jimi Hendrix, I'd see at Jimi Hendrix age, or if I was to see Dr. King or, you know, like your grandparents, you'd see your grandparents at the age that they're older, so you recognise them. Because if yeah. you saw a twenty-eight-year-old grandparent, you'd be like, <laughs> "But you like in heaven, you'd see your partner as like what they were in their youth." Yeah, nice. Unless everyone's old. <laughs> I just came back from a yoga retreat, so it's you don't keep. You're your looking physical fine as hell. You don't keep you don't keep your physical form apparently. Yeah, and also in the, um, if you ask a lot of the, I was having this debate with one of my friends that's Christian. But how do you have sexy like, time if you don't keep your 
It's like his spirit does something. Because what happens is spirit like, hasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everyone is everyone. Everyone. Spirit. Everyone spirit. So your spirit's like do, 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 do. <laughs> just a massive dick. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve inches of steel, baby. <laughs> but so anyway. Twelve inches of glowing white mass. <laughs> yeah, that's so hot. <laughs> and it burns at four hundred degrees. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bring you meaning to a say to rock the boat, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, because everyone's got their, their fears in life, right? So my fear was actually death. Like, I, because I can't explain afterwards. Pretty right? common fear. Right? And so as, it, fear, it, when I, as I was growing up, like, I just remember sometimes I'd be in bed and then I'd think, oh, it's like you stop breathing, you stop being conscious and then everything goes black and then, like, you no longer exist and, like, I'd get the chills down my spine and goosebumps and whatever. Yeah. So I came up with this idea to deal with death that basically heaven's going to be the greatest fucking party ever. So I'm going to get up, right? They're going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, did it. Yeah, that was good. That was bad. Uh, yeah, no, you've uh, done a pretty decent job. And then God will give me a little cheeky fist pump and be like, I don't know why, but, but go if- on, get, get in, son. I'm like, oh, do you really mean it? Can I have another cheeky fist pump? And when I get in... I actually reckon I'd be all like, because I love Louis Armstrong as a jazz musician, yeah. you know, or I love, you know, like whatever hip hop artist would be up there, or you know, scholars, me. scholars, <laughs> scholars, artists. I mean, it'd be amazing, right? Yeah. And then, like, you know, I can go listen to Muddy Waters play blues music or whatever. So that's how I dealt with it, was it's yeah. like, it is the same, similar to life, but you're just chilling out with people that you like and but just cruising through. What if through. you get to this party and it's super straight, like you just said? Well, <laughs> and then, it depends on the alternative. And then the only thing they have there is a punch, but it's non-alcoholic, and most of them are Mormon. Well, uh, considering the life that I've been living, boozing, I mean, it's probably not a bad idea. <laughs> to, to but you're something. in heaven. You're supposed to be in your eternal body, surely. Like, but I surely have whiskey sections. Whiskey. They've yeah. been revolt of all the Scots that are like hardcore religious, you know, like strict, you know, True. doing their thing, and then they get up and but there's I not feel a, like wee, all there's not a old... wee nip of whiskey afterwards. <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, that reincarnation. Oh, I reckon could happen. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the, the Buddhist concept of reincarnation, I think, is, is cool. But what's interesting is I was watching this film on um, India, and the film was about these kids that were absolutely poverty stricken and in the shanty town opened up a pizza restaurant and it was like they're trying everything they can to just take us take a slice of pizza and they do all sorts of ingenuitive stuff and whatever but when they get to the pizza place after you know months and months of working to save the cash up for a slice the guy takes one look and it's like no you're not the right cast you don't have the nice clothes so then they go buy new clothes, come back, and he's still like, no, you're not the proper cast and get off. And so their concept of um, it's reincarnation, my next life is going to be better, yeah. I'm going to be born as something better, I think is highly detrimental to 
the society. People argue, oh, in India, that's what keeps it all together. But then it's like you, you're, you're saying that your population deserves to be poverty-stricken. Yeah. And that's where I have problems with it. But reincarnation, yes, I do believe in it. But I also think that people... You don't believe to... that there's that level sort of thing. Yeah. That, and, like, I, and I don't think... And I don't, and pure, I don't agree chance. with people yeah. using reincarnation as an excuse to manipulate people's life. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know you might be happy and that's your belief and you're fine with that. But there has to be some accountability as well. At least, all right, so yeah, you're poor, but at least have running water and a flushing toilet and clean yeah. food and stuff. Yeah. No, I just meant it in a fun way. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure my nonna's dog was like a gentleman in a previous life. <laughs> probably. I watched a, I watched a film so about cute. that, yeah. Oh, I loved him. He probably was. I watched a film about this guy, this dog, talking about his whole life, and he was with this Formula One driver. And it's like the whole dog's life from, you know, over years. And then when he dies, he's reincarnated as a little kid. And then he, the little kid meets the Formula One driver who's got the same name as dog. And then he's kind of like, oh, it's like the reincarnation sort of thing as well. Oh, that sounds I, good. Yeah, I cried. I was in the quietest <laughs> flight back from I Melbourne. I, <laughs> cried. I was just like, just dripping... And I was like, oh my gosh, does it, I'm around miners, this doesn't look too manly. <laughs> <laughs> Real men cry. Absolutely. Uh, I love a good cry. At times, it's good. Just like, sometimes when you start, you're like, I'm just going to clear my eye, I'm just going to clear my eye docks out. Yeah. No, I'm done with it. Well, sometimes it just happens, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor I always, I always get those things where, like, something wouldn't normally make me cry, and I'm like, well, what happens if I cry right now? And then I'll just have the anxiety about it, that I'll be like, oh, oh. Do you or, and I'm like not even sad and I'll be like, oh, or like when we were at that wedding the other night, I was like, oh, crack it. it wasn't even a crying thing. No, because the wind got my eye. It oh. was windy and yeah. I just had one weepy eye and then he thought I was crying. No, I was talking about myself. <laughs> I was yeah, telling but... myself, I was like, Kirby, you can't cry. It's not even sad. It's happy. <laughs> I'm not a happy crier either. And I was just like. Why is this hard? Like, Why is your inner voice never... like full bogan? Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> nah, come on, mate. What are you doing? Do I think that's why cry? it's so persuasive. I always want to cry. You wanted to cry at that wedding. It was really cute. The dogs were wearing bow ties. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh, that would be cute. Yeah, it was cute. It was up in Pickering Brook. It was really nice. Up at the uh, orange and peach orchard. So it was quite really nice. cute. Yeah. Have you ever been to like a bad wedding? Oh, fuck. I went oh, to she the, went to the worst wedding. I went to the oh, bad. It was a bad wedding. What made it bad, though? It was at Gnomesville. <laughs> you know that place where people just dump gnomes? Yeah, so yeah. you're in, like, gnomes. They're scary at night time, though. They're fucking possessed. Plus, it's fucking weird. Like, there's little, <laughs> there's little shrines to, like, past, like, to weird shit. There's, like, used condoms sprinkled in there. Oh, right. Yeah, and she got married in, like, the picnic area. And she was wearing, like, a bright blue gown. Because she lived with her partner. <laughs> and that apparently is the tradition. That you wear blue when you live together. Huh, really? Yeah. So white, if you're a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but everyone, like, wears white now anyway. So it's, like, yeah, kind of breaking traditional Yeah, but she bit. was pregnant as well. It's a little bit harder to cover the white, isn't it? Yeah, you know? so that's why Shotgun she wore wedding. that's why she wore royal blue, and her bridesmaids wore like emerald green. 
it was so disgusting. <laughs> but it was fine. She was a work friend, so we went and we supported her. And then we had the um, reception, and she changed into her tracksuit. Nice. What do you mean tracksuit? Like tracksuit, like, like tracksuit pants, tracky With dacks, tracky dacks. So not, not even her best pair. Oh, so not like a designer champion no, no, one. No, no, no. Like got lounge. Guccini trackers on. No Guccini. <laughs> trackers. It was not on. velour. It didn't say juicy on the booty. It was oh, just absolute. That would have been immaculate though. Hey? They that weren't even amazing. matching. They were just trackies. And. What a basic bitch. Yeah. And there was like maybe 15 people at the reception at this like really dodgy place. And um, they had catering and everyone got food poisoning. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the worst, worst wedding. But the worst thing is, as you're getting food poisoning, you'd be hallucinating about the gnomes, and you'd be like, "Fuck!" <laughs> they've they're gone. Come, they're coming to get me. Little fuckers are going juju on me. And it was so awkward. And on every single table, they had some strange ornaments. So I think on our table, it was like two frogs fucking. <laughs> but like in porcelain. Aww. In porcelain, so it's classy. Yeah, it was classy. Yeah, plastic would be it's, a bit it's tacky. It's Janet though. Jameson sucking a dick, but it's in porcelain. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible wedding. It was so bad. We were all I so wish I sick. Went. It was also really good. I've got photos from it. Oh, I'll check it out later. Sure. I want to see these gnomes now. <laughs> it's uh, gnomesville is fucked. It's not picture. Plot twist though. People haven't been dumping those condoms. The gnomes are actually coming using alive, them? like night of the museum, yeah. using the condoms. Just fucking it's awesome. But for some reason, they're not working, and that's why the gnomes keep building up. It's because they're not actually using the condoms. People write little notes and they laminate them and stick them like in between the gnomes. Because it's the it's the um, like secrets. The Scandies. The Scandies is part of their like The Scandies? What's a Scandies? Like Norwegians and oh, Swedish and whatever. It's like part of their like folklore, ancient traditions, the gnomes. So gnomes are I they're, thought they'd be like an Irish thing. Eh? Maybe some, I'm thinking of leprechauns, but Leprechauns, yeah. I worked with this Irish bloke in Singapore, right? Known him for years. And even on, like, work chats, there'll be, like, 90 people all being super professional. What's this? What's going on? And then I'll just come onto the Skype group. They'll be like, tell me where the fucking leprechauns are. Where's your leprechauns? And he's like, fuck off. And I'm like, bring it, Paddy. And his name's Paddy. No, I wish so. I wish, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be that would be the ice cream. Oh, I wish cake. that would be the that would be the <laughs> ice cream of the cake. You like your fucking Polak, <laughs> like so everyone's talking like so fully like like I said corporate, and then him and I are just starting this full like race banter. <laughs> Why don't oh. you go charging against the Germans? Where's your leprechaun? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah. So anyway, all right. So the next thing is um. IG, uh, which stands for Instagram, for those that don't know, believe it or not, I've only been on IG like two years, so if I was listening to this a couple of years ago, I'd have no idea what people were talking about, so you've got to spill it out. Um, so they're under now community guidelines, community rules, as many people notice on IG, they've been getting a lot stricter with what you're posting and getting yeah. blocked and everything like that, and now they've decided to... Uh, to block porn stars on it. So, to clarify... the Porn, porn stars or just people putting porn on there? Porn porn stars and the 
like they've got some freaking guild or union or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's like all the all the people on Pornhub are part of this adult film industry guild or whatever it is. Oh. And it's yeah, it's like considerable numbers of people. And so what they're basically doing is they're saying, well, you can't be on it, even though they're not showing any nudity. There's nothing like that at all. But then what's also interesting is when they're deleting the accounts, a lot of the directors or film directors, when they're looking for people, obviously now go by social media following. So if you actually get rid of the social media account, it's actually inhibits you from earning money. Yeah. Because they'll be like, oh, so-and-so's got 900,000 followers. Uh, we'll pay an X amount, but then someone's only got 300,000 yeah. followers and whatever. But what I would say is that from my experience, and maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm looking at the wrong stuff, it's so borderline porn now like yeah. from these influences to like all these girls that are flashing everything under the sun. Yeah. Um, I'll go into a side issue on that a bit later on. But do you think they should be targeting those porn stars and stopping them? Um, depends what they're actually doing. Like, I mean, if they're just posting standard content, like standard everyone else. Standard content. It's just standard. I don't, so yeah. I don't understand what the issue is there. I don't think that's an issue. That's so mean. That is, that's, yeah, that's not an issue. Like, so if I was a porn star and I was posting indoor plans, I would get banned. Yeah. See, if they were rude, if yeah, they were, say, if, if they were maybe using Instagram as a platform to sell their brand specifically through third party on that platform, like we're just all camming re- or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. camming or re- uh, like, you know, redirecting yeah. someone to this page specifically using it like that like um as like a oh like setting up their paypal details and making money directly from the platform itself then see that i could sort of be like uh that's a bit that's a bit of a gray area that's a bit iffy but if they're literally just posting photos what the fuck's the problem but that's what it is and that's what their argument is because they even said well if we were making cash off it then so be it but then otherwise you know what's your problem yeah and I mean, half of them fucking girls posting like they have their own private accounts for porn specific things. Yeah, but and I'm also- assuming they wouldn't be like targeted accounts because they'd only have like maybe a couple of hundred followers. So, but like, where's what's the fucking line? Like, but then what's what's the line now where? And this is kind of guess going into the side thing I was going to go into. Is it? Even for me, like, the woman's body was always, like, in such an, an incredible thing. It always has been, like, the way that a woman is her figure. and It's like a sculpture. Like, it's art. Yeah. And then so what happens... <laughs> and so what happens is that when, when you look at the IG and how it's, like, they're all stripped with it just covering the nipple and the yeah. smiley face and the box <laughs> it, it bomb that box. there's so many people seeking fame through that yeah that you bombarded so much that for me like i had to go through periods of going off because it was completely desensitizing the yeah. same as why men are having problems with erections because they watch so much porn that they're yeah. desensitized to the woman's body and so I think that that's why I found it interesting that the, that the community says, oh, 
if you put a video in front and hit record, it's wrong, but then it's all right to take a whole entire generation of men and and completely skew the concept of what what is beautiful. Yeah. You just said it all there. <laughs> like, I nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree completely. Like, it's... It just seems weirdly... Like, hypocritical, I guess. Like, after what they're posting and what they're banning, it's like... Yeah, it's... It's hypocritical. Like, it really is, because there has to therefore be a discussion, which is like, what do we as a society don't to be acceptable? And then, because it also has to, and what I mean by that is that I think more has to be spent in not saying, oh, is your kid eating a lentil or not? Or is it saying the right they or not? But start asking the question of, how are the children's minds developing in this new age? Yeah. Because you look at like youth suicide, anxiety, mental health, like it's all gone through the roof now because yeah. people look, that's how they had to tap the like button off the IG, you know? Yeah. So I think people really need to study it more as well and start catering to that if it's going to be community guidelines. Yeah. They're... Yeah, I agree. I feel like though, if they're going to draw a line, they need to fucking draw a line. They can't like draw a line. And then keep crossing it. Yeah. Like, it needs to be there, and it needs to be set. They can't keep going back and forth. But then again, I don't own that business. So. All right. So, <laughs> I guess the next question that I'll ask you, because uh, we're going... So, we've run out of notes, people, so we're just going to wing it for a little bit. All right, so Winter Olympics and Summer Olympics. you got one sport. By nature, you're an absolute jet at it, Right. Yeah. What would you do for summer and what would you do for winter? So, like, are you guaranteed to, say, win or be famous from it or whatever? Yeah. Or, yeah, you're guaranteed to get a get a placing. Guaranteed to get a placing. Guaranteed oh. to get a placing? You're, you're sick at it. All right. Um, winter Olympics, snowboarding. Really? I think summer would be harder. What do you think summer Olympics would you do? Summer Olympics? Shot put. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's one. is that still no, it event? is it is a shot because they've taken out quite a, they've taken out no, quite shop a few no they've taken out quite a few of the track and field ones now haven't they that's bullshit that's <laughs> shot put shot put's great okay you are a bit of a rig Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'd say maybe sprinting and then hundred meter hundred meter sprint come on what's more coveted in in the summer summer Olympics so really. I think summer's summer's a harder Dis- one. Dis- oh, sh- oh, yeah. So so winter's easier. I'd like to be the. What would you go with winter? The Eddie the Ego style eagle. Like, what's the huge long oh, jump? Ski jump. Yeah, the ski jump. Oh, lit. What's not called slam? Is it the so you go you know you go to that massive ramp? What do they do like hundred yeah, and twenty k's and then and because I love the position that they make in the yeah. air. You know, but, like, but it's because I'm blitz when I'm watching it. But they lean so far over. And you just think to yourself... How fucking scary must that be, man? But no, because... How fucking no, scary must that be? It wouldn't be scary because when you're that high, you're fucked, right? Yeah. Like, if you land 
if you don't learn it properly, you're fucked. That's what so, I'm saying. That's why it's so fucking no, scary. No, because it's like, it's scary if there's a chance of survival. There's no chance. <laughs> so basically, every time they're going down, they're like, yeah, I'm going to die on this run. Yeah. And then they make it and they're like, oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm, I'm it's like literally just... putting yourself in a barrel and going down Niagara Falls. You're just fucking yeah. winging it from there. But your guy actually, I made it. <laughs> the guy actually did that. And he, <laughs> this is a true story. The Niagara Falls? Yeah, that's right. This guy put himself in like a tin in like, you know, 1915 or whatever. They don't fucking yeah. weird shit. I thought that was a rumour. No, that's true. A few people so have So he's put himself in, in this little tin <laughs> barrel thing. He survived it. And then he died by like <laughs> slipping on an orange and banging his head. Oh, I don't think I have that. <laughs> I mean, how does that discussion work with St. Pete on the gate? So So he's managed to survive something incredible, then turned around and won himself a place on like the Darwin Awards or something. Absolutely. (laughs) And there was this other one, this other one that I read. A life is rigged. Yeah, so I do that. But then, but then some, I don't know, I think because there's, Summer's so many, which is cool. Yeah. Like shooting. And there's cool ones in there now, tracks, like skateboarding in there. Skateboarding, now. yeah. Break dancing, I think, might be coming. <laughs> oh, that'd be sick. Javelin. Javelin, yeah. Stop saying that's actually slightly less obscure, but it's not obscure. No, it's all with the that's hardcore like, track and field. Yeah. I reckon I'd I'm be, gonna say discus is one of the more obscure ones currently. Though. I reckon actually now I think about it. Okay, if I had to choose one. I'd be like that, what is it, like the 1,600 metres or something like that? See, you I know, wish one, they, if they still the, had the, the fucking... always win. Oh, you're thinking of the, um, no, you're thinking of the steeplechase, but that's actually No, it's been not dropped. the steeplechase. See, it's, I would be It's a 1,600, chase. there's 100, 200, 400, 800... And then I think there's the distance of 1,600. There's there's 5,000 as well. There's the 5,000 steeplechase where they got to run and jump over. Yeah, that's too much people. effort. How fucking wild is that, though? There's, there's all these fucking... <laughs> but, but just running, running around, just jumping over, landing in water, if jumping over, landing jump in water, over back it, to run. To we have. <laughs> if a horse is hitting <laughs> that old on. What about fast walking? What's that called? <laughs> That should be banned. That's amazing. Really? I love that photo of that dude in the power walking where he shit himself. Power walking. He shut his pants. Yeah, I think it happens to a lot of people in distance sports though. They're like, obviously get the runs and they're like, nah. You just got to fucking smash it out. Do you remember when Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas peed her pants on stage? Yeah. Yeah. I think about that a lot. (laughs) 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 How determined must you be to like... (laughs) But then she, she ended up going down. I think about that weekly. <laughs> Walking around being your pants. But that makes it worse though, because that makes it more like a bigger chance that you will. I don't know. She, How did it happen? She just pissed her pants. I thought she I thought she was a mum. Don't you naturally get a weaker bladder? I don't know if she'd had a baby by then. Maybe she just really needed a piss. <laughs> how, was the con- <laughs> how was the controversy when she was at the basketball and she was saying the national anthem and completely fucked it? Yeah. Did you see that? And it was on all, oh, it was on all the memes afterwards. Oh. Was this recently? <laughs> it was about a year and a half ago. I think I remember that, completely yeah. fucked it. It was really bad. <laughs> to be honest, like, is this bad? I honestly don't. 
remember our national anthem off by heart. I have to hear it. Did you words. know that there's a second verse? Yeah, there's like I thought there was like three verses. Well, there might be, but I learned it was the weirdest thing, right? I got detention, and the detention was to write the second verse of the national anthem, <laughs> and I was like. What do you? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I was like, look, I know that I'm in detention, but can I have a moment, please, sir? <laughs> to the teacher, I was like, I never knew there was a second verse, and he's like, mate, what do you mean? I was like, I didn't know there was a second verse of the national anthem, the beneath our radiant southern cross. So I've wrote it out like fifty times, and then memorised three quarters of it since. But then half the time you sing the national anthem, you're too wasted anyway. I just, it just, I just genuinely you. don't. Yeah, it just comes it to me because it's ingrained in my head. Like the Lord's prayer. I just don't. Yes. <laughs> I just, I just. It's amazing how I you remember that after so many years. I just genuinely don't care about it. That's the thing. It's I'll just find. a fucking song. I don't think it represents like the nation or anything. But it's that's just the a funny thing. Song, like with Australia, when they give you the citizenship tips test, I'd fail it. Like, I'd I think fail I half the I questions. I I'd got no idea. That's that's the I beauty though. I think I would fail it. I, I, I honestly. Don Bradman's ninety nine point nine seven. That was a question, wasn't it? Yeah. What? Like, what was Don Don Bradman's? Uh, was it his his run average or his run hitting a, average? Run average. Yeah. Run average. Yeah. Because he went out for a duck on his last. That's right. Game. Yeah. To, and that's winding at the hundred. Poor bastard. You, I mean, but wouldn't you just play another game? Wouldn't you just think, like, you know what? I could probably play another... I'm, I'm Sir Don Bradman. But I what could, if you play that now the next game and then you get out for a fucking duck again? Well, I don't reckon you would. And then it goes down even oh, no. <laughs> then, then you may as well just chase it all the way down. But <laughs> Chase it back down yeah, to fucking point one. Yeah, just start again. <laughs> I'm I'm Bond Dradman. <laughs> I'm a bit older, but I'm pretty good. <laughs> so shot put. What would you do for winter then? Bobsled. <laughs> bobsled would be cool, but I think the bobsled would be the most terrifying. It would be. Sc- no, I still yeah. reckon the no. ski jump would be no, way it's worse. No, <laughs> you're, the, you're with your friends in the sled. <laughs> so you're in it together. And that's community spirit what gets you through. Oh, but, okay, so, so you're in the bobsled. Are you, where, where are you? Are you at the front or are you at, like, the, the back or the middle? The middle. So, you can so you're just one of the people that just lean, basically. Head down just the whole time. You're there to check support. Out, check out this mad lean. <laughs> you're there to support what, is, what do you reckon friends? the requirements are to be, like, an Olympic-level mid-man? Mid-man of bobsled? Yeah. Just watch Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings, yeah. You like, need a very good back. What do you actually do, a though? A good back. Yeah, you've got to be able to sit down. you got to sit down good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta you got to push off real, because real you nice. Because like, you have to be fast in order to... Because you don't want to... I'm assuming you've got to have a lot of leg power. Like, you to need fucking... need to be brave and kind to one another. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding each other's hands as exactly. they gently go down the slopes. <laughs> Team spirit is a big one in any sport. What do, well, so what do you think about... <laughs> you got to make me cry. <laughs> so what do you think about everybody winning then? If, do you believe in team sports everyone should get medals? Participation awards. Yeah. No, in a team sport, if, if your team wins, the I feel like wins. it's a team sport. You play as a team. You play as a unit. Right, of course the team should get one. 
whole team. Oh yeah, let me rephrase it then. What about sort of at the school now where everyone gets the school awards? Nah. So Actually, you say we accept this team? Because I never got a single school award. Even the one year that I worked super fucking hard. I learnt fucking Japanese. I could speak Japanese. I was the only one in the class that actually put effort into it, and I still didn't fucking win it. Because it's from a- then, I vowed that I would do shit at school. I didn't vow. I just did shit at school. <laughs> a, partici- a participation award wouldn't have changed that. It might have. I might have been like, yes. No, no, no. Because participation awards. I mean, you can't say retard anymore. Um, Mentally challenged people. That was what it was for. It was for like the really, really mentally challenged dude that everyone, you know, what, what do they used to say? He's, he, he's not all there. He's a couple of tools short of the shed or something. What was it? What was the saying? Yeah. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, but yeah. there's another one where something's missing from yeah, the shed. Something, yeah, something's missing. A few crayons. Yeah, a few crayons short. That's yes. it. Yeah. Few sockets short of a set. Like I, I remember know. when I was working at the golf driving range, I started off as a tractor boy, and then I became. <laughs> oh, I got fired. Actually, I got retrenched. It was my first retrenchment, and then I got rehired on a higher salary as a manager. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> but anyway, it's really nice. Yeah, I know it was amazing. It's, nice it's, like a, it's like a good story mm. to the, all those people out there that get retrenched. Don't <laughs> don't worry, you never know what happened. So anyway, it might this, be that counts yeah, boss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I had this young crew of kids. Like, I mean, I was only like eighteen at the time. They were maybe like fifteen, fourteen. You know, driving the tractors around, and I was their boss and taking care of them, whatever. So the dad obviously comes to pick up his son, and he I start chatting to him, and like we've just met, you know, maybe a couple of sentences, and he just goes, "Yeah, look, uh." It's not been around the bush here. My son's no road scholar. <laughs> he's not really going to. Uh, he's not really going right to be in front a lawyer. Of his son, or like... son was walking through the door. Actually, he goes, "Oh, he's not really going to be a lawyer or anything like that." He's so yeah. I mean, I'd be happy with uh, just if he just worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at least he's honest. Was, yeah, but like the poor kid. And I remember because I remember he came in. He had real low self confidence. So I was like, "Well, I just kind of." You know, I used to just pat him on the back, be nice, you know, like, yeah. come in, have a, like, you know, obviously going to have beers in, so I could buy a Coke or ice cream or whatever. Yeah. And, mate, this kid just turned around to, like, being an absolute superstar. Oh, no. Because everyone else is like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. You're <laughs> a fucking idiot, you fucking loser. Because <laughs> right? it's like... good, though, because and the then... expectation is low. Yeah, that's my problem with life. My expectations are too high. <laughs> so it's like, you know. I lost my expectations a long time ago. I don't know. It's like, I love my parents and they gave me like the most incredible upbringing. So now you're just like looking at it as an adult and you're like, oh, it's kind of a, kind of a really good job, but it's a little bit pricey what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit pricey what they were doing. I can't treat myself the way they treated me. Yeah, no. Just gonna, be, do. just gonna be able to looking at my kid. I'm like, so you can't go to private school like I did. <laughs> it didn't quite work out for you. <laughs> You're gonna in. have to learn poorly, yeah. like the rest of us. No, public school is fine. I think that you don't even need to go to school. She went to a private school. I went to private <laughs> school. She has no idea. But I did not actually go to high school. What do you mean? I'm only primary school educated. Is that even legal? It's not. I was, it was difficult. I was technically homeschooled. Ah. Uh-uh. Yeah. So I don't really, like, Foxtel gave me a lot of education. Well, yeah. The, the rapper Nas left school when he was 14 and self-taught himself. 
I think my, just reading books and yeah. just like watching TV my and documentaries. My uncle left like school that. when he was like thirteen, yeah. and when he died, he was worth like nine million dollars. Yeah. That, that yeah, generation. but I feel like a lot of people from that generation, though, did not to discourage you. A lot of people from that generation did leave school early, early very early. Well, my my dad and aunt had university degrees, and that was like well, they're born both nineteen late forties, fifties. So when they were like twenty, like so, it's called the nineteen seventies. Yeah. That was like really weird to have like a degree. It was just like you said, generational wise, it just didn't exist. Yeah, you kind like of left school. Job, you left school fourteen, fifteen years, right. staff as a tradie, you know, or a boil maker, and then just take things on from there. Yeah, true. All right, mate. Well, I think we're just about to hit the yeah. hour, so it's been a good chat, and um, as always, it's a pleasure. The love inhibitor, the one and only Karen. Whoop.